and welcome to the Weekly Scroll Podcast. My name is Ryan. And I'm a man of the high seas and adventure. <laughs> and I am Christian Sorrell. People might know me online as Meat Castle, Meat Castle Gameware. I make RPG stuff. And I am Matthew Morris, also known as Manadon Tabletop Games, uh, formerly known as Manadon. No, Mana Ramp Matt, way back in the day. But uh, I make Mouse Ritter stuff, make Lilliputian, and uh, love to play games. I still call you Mana Ramp Matt in my head. So, so my Twitter is. So it's the old, yeah. the yeah. old social media. Yeah, connections won't die at my brain. Either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My brain, my brain has been kind of kicking over to Amanda Dawn a little bit, a little bit, it, just because it's easier. But um, you know, this this helps. You know, this this little this little action Ooh. here, this helps. That, that's so beautiful. You guys both got dope boxes. Um, anyway, with the, with, hey everyone, we we're we're this is the Weekly Scroll Podcast. Today we're doing kind of a side quest or like a before quest. <laughs> or like an app, like however this works, we're we're we 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 generally for side quests we've pl- we've reviewed the game already and then we play it. Um, this time we are playing a game we haven't reviewed because uh, we felt like it and this is a great game. Um, and we have a good crew here today, so I'm very excited for. We are be gonna we're gonna be doing Lilliputian Adventure on the Open Seas. Uh, so it much like the side quest, um, you know that we normally do. We are gonna chat about character creation, kind of go over the rules with you guys. So if you do happen to buy this, which you should. Um, uh, you will know how to play it, kind of. Uh, since uh, our game master Matt is the one who literally created the game, so uh, Matt, why don't you uh, kick it off? Why don't you tell us what this is, and and we'll get cracking. Yes, um, Lilliputian Adventure on the Open Seas. Um, I I created the idea, or the no, I didn't create it. Gulliver's Travels created the idea. Mm. Um, so I wrote the game. Uh, no, actually, I think. Chris McDowell, Yohai Gal, Isaac Williams, they all inspired me to write this game. Um, but yeah, it's a hack of Mouse Ritter, it's a hack of Cairn, and it's a hack of Into the Odd, all smashed in together. Um, and you play as little six-inch explorers um, sailing the giant oceans around them. Um, whether your pirate ship is made out of a two-liter bottle or a milk carton, uh, or just a small piece of wood floating amidst the sea. Uh, that's what you get. And hopefully you don't die. And hopefully you make a name for yourself as you go. And so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's fully compatible with Mouse Ritter because why not be a six-inch tall Lilliputian meeting a mouse? It's compatible with Cairn because you can just say six inches equals six feet. And now you've got a normal-sized human to to sail the, the seas with Cairn. So, yeah, it's a... It's a fun little game, and I'm excited to uh, to take you all on a new adventure that I just wrote. We're stoked to go on it. I did. Oh, oh, wait. Nope, I didn't put that in the screen. It was on the screen before this. The cover of the <laughs> adventure. Yeah, so I think we're gonna I think we're gonna dive into character creation. Um, so, for those familiar with Into the Odd, Mouse Ritter, Cairn, any of the Mark of the Odd games, character creation is super fast. Lilliputian is the the exact same. Uh, when it comes to that speed, you'll be rolling strength, dexterity, and willpower. Um, you'll start with some hit protection. You'll start with some coins. Uh, those hit protection points and coins will uh, combine to give you a background. 
Um, and then using the into the odd idea, there's a, a, a starter package loadout. Um, and so you'll compare uh, your stats with your HP to see what items you start with. And then we we hit the sales. Uh, and I think I think y'all came up with names before the stream. Um, and so, yeah, why don't you introduce your names and then uh, we can we can roll. We don't have to roll all the character traits. There is um, 10 different character traits. You're more than welcome to do that. Um, or you can pick a couple that you like and just rock with those as well. Cool. But yeah, so for the attributes, uh, it is 2d6 plus 3 for each, as opposed to 3d6. Hmm. Which I think the first place I saw that was uh, Diogo Nogueira's um, Screams Amongst the Stars, uh, which was Diogo's Into the Odd Hack. There's like a, a series of those three, too, that are basically the same hack, just reskinned, right? There's... Um... Yeah, the the stars, there's a zombie one, and then there's yeah. running out of time is the cyberpunk yep. one. Yep. Yeah, the dead are coming is the zombie one. Yeah, great name. It is a really good name. <laughs> and and rumor has it there's little adventures coming for each of those as well. Ooh. There could be there could be two adventures from two of the four people on this maybe coming for some <laughs> of those games in the future, I would actually say. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I Maybe. can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. But yeah, so if you guys want to roll uh, your your abilities and then your HP, and uh, you can roll your birth omen, which is just kind of um, role play direction uh, for for how your character acts, um, and then what you will do is take your HP and your highest. Um, your highest stat, uh, and then there's a little uh, background table on the next page in the book, and you'll compare um, to see what items you begin with. I love starting packages. Like, I really enjoyed that about um, ITO. I'm glad you brought that into this because I think it's like it's a great way to balance, especially if you roll someone who's like, wow, I suck. Like, I suck terribly, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember when I first started playing role-playing games, I was like, I want the highest stats to get the best items. Mm -hmm. um, but but to see the the philosophy between, like, you can be the tank, but your items actually aren't super great to start um, because your body is what's great. Um, I thought that was such a cool concept. Um, and, and so I tried to bring that over into this table. Yeah, it's a nice way to ensure that, like, you at least feel excited and rewarded at some point in the character creation. Either you're like, wow, my strength is wild. Or you're like, what? I get like a shotgun and hatchets and a peg leg and I get a pet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun to get, at least guarantee sort of that someone's going to have it one moment like that. Yeah, and then for the backgrounds, um, you're going to roll a D6 for your HP and a D6 for your coin, and then just read those as though it's a a, a D66, um, and, you, and you can do that on your background table as well. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, let's see. 
Poor soldier. Yeah, and for those listeners who uh, who who get the book or get the PDF, uh, you'll notice there's artwork throughout to also uh, spark your imagination. Um, the team that came together to make this book really come to life, um, some of the best artists in the scene um, I was able to, to partner up with. Um, so I think even in this character creation, there's a great little goofy looking pirate uh, done by Nate Treme. Uh, Is that on page 11? Yeah. I would say it totally looks like, it totally yep. looks like their work. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I contacted Nate and was like, "Hey, can we do this?" And then Nate ended up doing it on a stream, um, and I was like, "That is so freaking cool." Oh, um, great mistakes have been made. I've been given explosives. Nice. Uh-oh. This is never <laughs> any game we've ever played has never been a good idea for me to be given explosives. Yeah, so, fire oil as well, which I was like, seems potentially problematic to have on a ship <laughs> but okay i love it yeah and then as 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 soon as you have your characters we can probably roll into to introductions and then if we wanted to go over uh, the core rules uh in typical into the odd fashion they fit on one sheet um and uh we can go over those and then we can jump into jump into some adventure sure yeah i'm good character i rolled mine beforehand as i break the illusion um i just need to pick my starter package and then i'm good all of Right, so exploration. You cross-reference your highest ability score with your HP. Okay, highest ability score is eleven. My HP is six. So eleven. Oh damn! All right, I'll take that. I wish I could read my own writing. Okay, I I think I'm good. Do we all want to run through our characters and names if everyone else is good? And then we're, we'll, we'll crack a lock? Yeah. You know, what, what someone yeah. said when I wasn't listening at all? Uh-huh. Sounds like a plan yeah. to me. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you start? Oh, okay. All right. Um, uh, My name is Oliver Roberts. Um, I... I'm just going to go through the whole thing. Uh, What are my, what are my stats here? Strength... Dex and Will, I got 10, 7, uh, 11. Do I, now, do I assign those in any way or top to bottom that? Uh, top to bottom. I oh, think, damn. Okay. yeah, I, th- I think you can swap two of them around. Um, I wrote this, Obviously I should know. Not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 10, 7, 11. So I am uh, strong, um, not very fast, but I am confident. Um, I got 6 HP, coins don't matter. I was born in the summer, so I am a hot-headed bold and adventurous. I was a farmhand that has been exiled. Um, that was my, uh, I assume that's from my vice, I think. 
Otherwise, I am dashing, tattooed with wavy hair, sunken face. I'm loud uh, with standard issue clothing, um, and I'm reliable, angry, hardworking. Um, and I carry a sword, a shovel, and a fishing pole. Love it. There's Oliver cool. Roberts. Yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll go. I'm a. Uh, I'm. Dude, would be so funny if I did a really terrible pirate <laughs> accent. I'm John <laughs> Falcon. <laughs> I mean, this is the uh, game for do it. it. Do uh, it. I can't. No, I can't maintain that. I'll lose it at some point. Um. Yeah, I'm John Falcon. Um. I was a soldier at one point in time, but I was exiled. Um. And now I ride the seas uh, with my wavy hair. I was born in the spring um of of discontent um and su such i am quick to act um and joyous um yeah that's 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 john falcon love it and then i'll be playing henry evans uh who is a former militia member but was court-martialed and since then has garnered a repulsive reputation <laughs> Probably tied to his drunkenness mixed with his sort of scraggly physique and his very cryptic way of talking and his absolute refusal to buy new clothes despite all of his various wounds from being scarred all over. <laughs> the browns were like rust-colored marks of all these blood splatters are all still over his tunic. Um, like his own wounds still show on his own clothes. But, you know, he's he's got more heart to him than you'd think. Um, and yeah, he has thirteen or eleven strength, thirteen dex, and thirteen willpower. Oh shit! Wow, good stats. Oh, he has yeah. a bow. Nice. He's a rain. He's a former, you know, archer. Yeah, very good. I love nice. it. I love it. Well, today we're going to be uh, setting the the high seas, sailing away to the isle at the edge of the horizon. But before before we do that. Let's just go over the rules real quick. Um, should be pretty, pr pr pretty much a review for for everyone. Um, it's a D twenty roll under system. Um, we'll ask for saves only when things are really bad. Uh, so if we're not asking for dice rolls, it means you're doing well. Um, this game does have advantage and disadvantage. Um, if that be the case, you'll roll two D twenty, take the higher or lower, depending. Uh, you'll be able to take actions uh, in your turn, um, one action per turn, uh, and potentially some movement if and when we arrive in combat. Um, this is one area where uh, Lilliputian deviated from the Into the Odd family of games. Um, and originally, as written, it has a two-hit roll um, where you roll 2d6, uh, and then depending on where the dice fall on that bell curve, you either miss... You either deal maximum damage uh, or you deal damage with advantage or disadvantage, or it's just normal. Uh, it's it's skewed in such a way that you get a normal hit like 91% of the time. So it's still kind of into the odd E, um, but I threw that rule out after about a month of playing it once it was published because I just like skipping to hit rolls. Um, so we will skip to hit rolls Um to streamline the game today that's like one of my when i read that that's like one of my favorite things i was like this is great there's a, a whole plethora of options i was like you know this what? is into the odd in the way that i like and then and, uh, fine. well and for that reason we'll just bring it right back because we're playing rules as written today uh 
Cut that. Boom, 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 boom. We're back. Uh, yeah, we're rolling 2d6 to hit. It's a deviation from standard into the odd. Um, yeah, so um, other than that, if y'all are ready, if you have any questions, uh, shoot them out. You can get scars uh, just like uh, you would in Into the Odd or Cairn. Uh, you can also get stress uh, damage and stress things that occur. Um, mm. So if you face... If you face um, some pretty horrific things on the seas. Um, you can take damage that results in um, uh, some will, uh, some willpower hit that then will affect your character in the long run. And you can recover those will points by holding on to your cherished possession, um, which you don't roll for cherished possession. You can choose what that is, um, but it's a little thing that uh, I added to the game from Diego Nogueira's uh, Screams Amongst the Stars. But yeah, if you have any questions, um, feel free to ask away. Why does hit protection use HP like health points? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because no one called it guard yet. Um, shout out Mythic Bastion then. <laughs> guard is a good one, though. I, I it read makes so much sense, oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Hey, um, uh, Henry Evans, what, what did you roll for an omen of birth? I did. Uh, spring. Gotcha. Okay. Just curious. Nice. Nice. A spring. Or two springs in a summer, right? Yeah. They're a spring, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's more of a winter, you know? That's yeah. awesome. What was it when we played Mouse Ritter a couple months ago on we here? You were all summers. Yeah. And, like brave and reckless. Brave and reckless. Brave and reckless. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Jump, jump, jump in the water. Fight the eel <laughs> thing. Whatever. Just fucking do it. Well, right. you might have a chance to jump in water and find an eel today as well. So, can I stab on the back again? <laughs> will it? Will it? Uh, the fates decide. Y'all ready to jump in? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So y'all set sail from the port of Salt Haven four weeks ago en route to the Southern Sea by way of the Vortex Isles through the seas of Myr, and then you see it. Far off in the west, where the sun meets the sea, sits the lonely island known to the Lilliputian sailors as Horizon's Edge. Um, it is a small island, um, and it appears to not have any um, any rocky outcroppings surrounding the shores around it. It seems to be quite tranquil um, and easy places to 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 lay a ship ashore um so i'll i'll just start it off let's roll a d8 to see what side of the island you want to come in from or you can go around the island and see uh if there's a port specifically that you would like to to land on i'll let y'all decide you can either roll and we can enter the island randomly or uh circumnavigate and see what you got oh man well you said i, I want to long... go ahead oh, go ahead I was going to say, how long were we at sea? You said weeks? Uh, yeah, you, you've been at sea for four weeks. Yeah, I think Henry, and I probably am going to do some sort of weird little guy voice for him because, you know, I like playing weird little guys. But yeah, I think as soon as you, you see land, he would just be like, get the boat up there, get it up. And go, let's go. He doesn't want to circle. He wants to just get to land. Well, awesome. wait, hold on now. Let's take a look at our surroundings. Yeah. 
what you see around you is is blue skies. Um, you can see seagulls and hear them cawing. Um, now, to you, a seagull is almost a dragon. Um, but you see them flying about, uh, and it, it's a beautiful, sunny day. Um, did someone roll a D8? Um, and, I and, did. And a, yeah, what'd you roll? A four. Four. So that would be boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so you guys are actually coming up from the south, which works out perfectly because on the south, uh, you can see a, just beyond the fog bank um, what looks to be a Lilliputian port. Um, and as you pull out your, your navigation charts, uh, you see written uh, on the map that this is the Lilliputian port of Lilliport. Um, clever enough. You, they named it after themselves. Um, and there are five docks um, that that come out in this small inlet bay. Um, and it is seemingly easy to navigate uh, to those docks. And there's open space in all the docks? There is there is one kind of galley that's that, that's stationed at one of the docks, and there are a couple fishing boats out in the bay. But other than that, there are no large boats, and that's actually one thing I totally forgot to have us do. As Lilliputians, you start with a boat. Um, so let's see what y'all started with. Um, who wants to roll a d six? It's just a shoe, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, here's the d six. A four. Or you guys also have a galley. Um, it does have a crew size of, of 25 like deckhands. Um, you have two cannons. Um, and uh, yeah, the ship itself is worth 5,000 coins, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that that's one of the things with a Lilliputian. Um, you're, you're able to start with ships because there is potential ship combat, um, whether it's ship to ship or ship to sea monster. Um, and that may still be a thing that happens today. But yeah, so you guys are able to uh, dock if you would like. So a galley for a Lilliputian, like mm -hmm. what? what is it? What does it look like? Well, you can either uh, in the back of the, the book, there's some drawings um, of some ships. Um, Ooh, okay. Or you could define it however you'd like. I think in the back of the the book a galley kind of looks like a um egyptian or greek trireme right there um so you could either just have like a model boat mm -hmm. or um y'all tell me what 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 your boat's made out of i think it's like a series of popsicle sticks um and really good glue with like a it's like, like a, a it's like a, like a, a kid's school project model yeah. of a galley yeah, yep. absolutely yep. The, the mass is like a napkin a third, second you know? grade you need to make a galley for like social studies and it's yeah that. yes they got thrown yeah. out and then washed into <laughs> lilliputian territory and we salvaged it perfect that's that's exactly what it is i love that um yeah so you guys are um it's 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 pretty smooth sailing uh into the port if that is the direction that you you would like to go i yeah. think so what were what did we i know we set out for this aisle was there a specific reason we did or did we come here just for like this is supposed to be like a place with like a lot of opportunity and jobs and riches like a, it was a general or did we have like a specific mission yeah so so it's it's twofold um 
your party were, were just going out with, with the heart of a Lilliputian to explore new lands, to find new islands. Um, you, you probably have a destination that's off the map um, that, that you want to find new land, but you've been at sea for quite some time. So this might be a, a, a restocking opportunity. Um, mm. But what you do know is that on the maps you have, the interior of this island uh, is very much uncharted. Um, and so there may just be adventure to be had here on this island as well. So as as you guys pull into the docks, um, you're you're greeted by deckhands that that, that their work on the docks, um, and as you disembark, you see a uh, a Lilliputian settlement, um, typical 18th century port city. Um, there are three taverns. Um, there is a town hall, um, the harbor master's office, and there are small apartments um, built kind of into the hillside. Um, and it's it, it seems to be a like like quite the bustling city. You're seeing Lilliputians left and right, um, just kind of going about their everyday work. There's a small market. Um, one of you is convinced you saw a frog wearing clothes walking around. Um, but uh, yeah. So what would y'all like to do? I swear, guys, it was a frog with a top hat <laughs> and a jacket, uh, in pants. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, as far south, anything's possible, right? That's what I'm saying. Move out of the way. I like shove you out of the way to like get off. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get off the dock. I want to get to some actual. Be land. careful. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, we're on an adventure to find adventure, right? Yep. Uh, I think I'm gonna go talk to the. I want to go talk to the harbor master. I don't know about you guys. Awesome. Well, it's not it's not hard for for you to find him as he comes strolling um, boisterously down the docks, uh, and he says, "Welcome to Lilliport. Ah, I haven't seen fresh adventures in a long time. My name is Ryan Hunter's friend, and I am here uh, on uh, as as harbor master of this town." And uh, I wish to welcome you, uh, and would offer you uh, well. We've got taverns left and right. There's great beer, and your first one's on the house. Well, thank you for the welcome. That's quite welcoming. Yeah, I elbow, I elbow uh, um, Oliver. I'm like, thank him for the fucking beer. Like, like you, sir. <laughs> he said. Uh, he 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 goes on to tell you we have uh, we have three taverns. Uh, one known as the Manduck. One known as the Castle of Meat, and the other is the Side Quest. And um, all of them have good beer. Uh, the Man Duck has the best porter. Um, and uh, rumor has it uh, that's the place where the adventurers go. Mm. The Man Duck. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes, it's nicely positioned between two cairns. <laughs> <laughs> uh well thank you because we're obviously very serious adventurers uh, on a quest uh, to find adventure where our dream is to have a dream well it's it's interesting that you say that um you could find adventure there or i could offer you adventure um i'm looking for someone to uh dive deep into the islands we have a 
well, a nuisance. Um, some time ago, uh, a group of bats, um, they formed a cult, and I'm pretty sure they're kidnapping uh, kidnapping folk. Um, some of our farms out in the islands have, um, well, the farmers are no longer there, and they're not here. Um, and the frogs seem to think the bats have been kidnapping their kind as well. Um, so I'd be willing to pay you as a party um, 4,000 coins if you could hunt down and eliminate this bat cult. Did you say frogs? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We we have a peace treaty with 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 the clan of frogs that live uh, just just northwest of here, uh, down in Lotus Lake swamps. I like look at the two of them. I like, I'm like, I told you this far south. You know, that's just that's life here. I guess. I mean, anything on land sounds good to me. I'm sick of the ocean. And I like throw a rock back into the water as if I'm attacking the sea. No. <laughs> roll a roll d4 for damage no i'm joking <laughs> yeah, yeah roll to hit the ocean <laughs> yeah i mean i'd, I'd love some giant you know, ocean i would love to see I'd love to go love to go for a little hike around see this place it's, you know cool it's beautiful much better than the inside of the cabin in there fantastic i i'm also in agreement Ollie? Yeah, I know a thing or two about farms, and we can't be letting no bats steal no farm hand people, right? I mean, I'm not a big fan of frogs, but we, we can help them too, I guess. Well, the only real information that I can give you, um, we we tend to stay to the shore um, uh, and, and haven't really ventured much further than the frogs' encampment. Um, so I couldn't tell you necessarily where the bats reside, but they are seen coming and going at dusk and dawn from the mountainous region to the center of the aisle. Mm. But the frogs, the frogs may have a better bearing on that. Oh, we should go talk to the frogs. Of course. I'm just excited to see what a bat cult looks like. Yes, they, uh, they are cloaked and, um, they're scary, so have fun with that. Um, you are more than welcome to to stay here for the evening. If you if you don't want to take me up on the beer, um, you can uh, have a room on the house. And uh, if you want to head out tomorrow, uh, you can, or you could head out now. The frogs are about one watch away. Uh, a watch would be six hours, and we'll say, I don't know. Let's roll a d twelve to see what time of day it is. It is uh, nine o'clock in the morning, so yeah, you can do whatever you want. Oh, stay! Hey. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I mean, honestly, I think we hit up those free beers for the road, and then we get to it. I'm ready to go. Stretch these legs. Stretch these bad boys. And I start like stretching my legs, and I'm like very top heavy, plump, and very skinny legs. Like <laughs> strange. Like it looks like you you went weird with a character creator, like in a game. Nice. Like really little legs, <laughs> scrawny, but very like plump round. The tiniest little, little ankles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he starts doing like a little like stretch, like he's like doing lunges to like stretch out a little. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, I gotta get that beer. I need that beer. <laughs> Road beers. Let's do it. Very morning good. beer. A little li- a light morning ale. So as yeah. you guys 
as you guys uh, go to, well, what tavern do you go to? Uh, the side quest, the castle of meat, or the Manduck? I mean, the castle of meat three, sounds a little we? heavy. Uh, or do we get a free, if we get a free beer at everyone? That's what we should do. Yeah, let's I'm make okay a around. Quick little crawl, right. pub run. All right, Woo. on your on your pub crawl, you do come across a couple more rumors. Um, you you hear one like crotchety old sailor. Um, he's missing an eye. He's missing both his hands. One has a hook, and the other one has like a, a stein. Um, that's just like like like. Uh, so he's always throwing it back, and he's got a peg leg, uh, and and he just like. Uh, with with lots of gusto, uh, anytime you see someone new, he's like, "Oh, you must be here for the priceless pearl." Yep, it's somewhere up in Capybara Cove. Um, at the next uh, at the next bar that you find yourself at, um, you hear of this priceless pearl yet again. Uh, it seems to be the talk of of the pub whenever there's a new uh, adventure in town. Uh, but at, at this pub, you also hear from the barkeep that uh, the famed explorer Bradford Carrington um, is said to have been lost whilst uh, going after the Priceless Pearl. Um, and the last thing you learn is uh, that somewhere in the northern jungles, it is said there is a turtle the size of a dragon. So beware. Hmm. As opposed to a regular turtle size for a person who's six inch tall. Yeah. Say, yeah. Is that like is that like like six inch person dragon or like real person dragon? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh real person Galapagos tortoise. Um oh, so damn. for a six yeah, so for oh, a six inch massive uh, for us. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably put a small little Putian city on the back of this thing. By an Advantois, you know? Yeah. Well, we'll keep our eye out for that if we go north, I guess. Maybe we can find this Bradford guy. He seems cool. Yeah, uh, maybe we can find him after we find the pearl ourselves. Well, yeah, we're not going to give him the pearl. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of positions on the galley. Maybe he wants to join us. That's after very true. we, of course, come back with the bat cult defeated and the pearls and we're riding on the large turtle that we didn't slay, but that we tamed. <laughs> mm, very ethically this is how I'm those things. It. So. Oh. Yeah. I'm a visionary. I love it. So all the points of interest on this island, uh, just judge just back out of uh, the narrative and, and more mm. to the meta. Uh, there are seven different locations on this island and each location uh, is roughly a watch apart. Um, and so traveling between it's, it's more an abstracted point crawl, um, but there will be an encounter role um, between each point. Uh, and so as you uh, decide to head out towards the frogs, uh, someone roll a d6 on a one, uh, you will have an encounter on a two, an omen, and on a three through six, you are in the clear. I rolled a six. Let's go. Nothing occurs other than you see the beauty of this island, uh, l lush jungles, uh, unlike what you have seen, uh, in, in 
Salt Haven or, or any of the other Lilliputian regions that you've been in, uh, dragonflies uh, flying around the, the ever, um, wow. ever annoying yet beautiful hum and chirp of crickets. Um, you see songbirds up in the treetops, um, but they never seem to come below the canopy. And after about six hours of travel, you, you find yourself entering um, a, a very muddy uh, and dense bog, mm. um, uh, a very heavy swamp. The trees have moved from um, lush jungle trees to, to droopy mangroves, the roots sticking out of the water. Uh, and every once in a while, you hear a croak. Uh, and as as you look, you see that in the the branches of these trees, about two or three feet above the water, there are frogs, uh, fully clad in armor, uh, wielding uh, bows and arrows. Um, and as they begin to croak um, with fervor, uh, one drops down out of the tree and says, "Well met, my." Lilliputian friends, well met. Well met indeed. Howdy. What brings you to Lotus Lake? We heard you had a bat problem and that you knew more about it than that bozo back at the harbor. At that, seven more frogs drop out of the trees. Uh, I'm like... I'm like gun out. I'm like looking around, you know. One steps, one steps from from amidst all of them, uh, not wielding a bow uh, and arrows, but but holding a spear that has some sort of banner draped over it. He says, "No need for the weapons. Come with me to Mudlord Leo. He knows what to do." Mm. And as all right. So, so you find yourself walking through the mud. Now, in some places, the mud comes almost up to your knees. The frogs seem to just be moving through it with great ease. Uh, it is difficult for you, um, but the frogs are are acquiescent to um, your inability to traverse mud. Uh, and you find yourself pushing through some of the ferns until um, it opens up into a clearing. Uh, and there is quite the frog village, uh, roughly 54 frogs hopping about, doing their thing. Um, and there's a large hut um, made out of like a, a five-gallon um, Home Depot uh, bucket that's been flipped upside down, hole cut into it. Um, and stepping out of it is a very large uh, uh, toad. Um, and, and with a deep croak, he says, Welcome to our humble village, explorers. My name is Leo, and I am the mudlord of these frogs. What brings you here? Bats. The bats. We heard, we heard your your brethren were being stolen by the bats. We're going to try to kill some bats. With that, he like kind of stumbles back. Uh, he's he he's got a small twig of a cane, and he like almost falls on it. He goes, "You're here to get rid of the bats." Oh, this is the greatest news I've heard all season. These bats have been plaguing us for the last seven seasons, and uh, well, 
we would be happy to be rid of them. And um, you are probably here to find the direction in which they came. Yeah, we heard something about the mountains, but, you know, that's whatever that you is, know. That is correct. Um, they are in the mountains, the volcanoes in the center of the aisle. But uh, cool. Yes. Do they have any like? Is there any information you could give us about them that would help us uh, kill them more swiftly? Well, I think they sleep at day. Um, mm. I'm I'm unaware. Our frogs don't tend to go to the mountains, but rumor has it uh, there was one frog who seemed to be quite adventurous. I don't know if he's actually in town right now. Uh, would one of you roll a d6? There's a two in six chance he is in town. Someone else do that. I hate my dice roller. Two. Two. All right. He is in town, uh, and he is a fully clad knight. Um, he has a lance, a sword, uh, and uh, he's willing to go with you if you would like him to. Um, he, he will join the party. His name is Sir Arthur. I would love for the frog to come on this adventure with us. Very dope. Uh, his his he's got five HP, um, and I think the only thing that we'll really need to track is his strength. His strength is seven, um, and he has a D eight uh, lance. But uh, yeah, this this frog, Sir Arthur, says um, that he had been exploring the mountains uh, while he was actually out on a pilgrimage to the dragon turtle. Um, and you're able to glean and gather from this that the frogs revere and worship the dragon turtle um, and would very much like for the dragon turtle to remain on the island uh, as, mm. as, the, as the keeper of peace. Um, but he says he saw them entering from a cave um, on the volcano in the center of the island, um, and he believes that is where uh, the bats reside. Hmm. Well, then it sounds like we're going further inland. Very nice. Uh, farmers at some point were they were they were, were they frog farmers or was it something else? Um. So so the the frog knight speaks up. Sir Arthur says, "Oh yes, you must be uh, referring to the Lilliputian uh, uh, lands that are that are due east of here. Yes, there are some farms." Um, and I think, I think two of the farmers went missing, um, and that's the way in which they went missing seems ever so similar to the way eleven of our brethren have gone missing over the last couple months. Um, it would appear in the in the early hours of the morning before the sun rises, and in the early hours of the evening as the sun is setting, um, they just seem to be swooped from the ground. Uh, and and their their cries and screams can be heard as they fly off into the darkness. Um, what these bats do with are their, their their prey, these victims, I do not know, but it must be unholy. Looks like doesn't seem good. I mean, it sounds like we at least know the area, so we just go over there and give them what's what. Okay. Uh, it it took about six hours to get here. Um, you guys left around. We'll we'll say your pub crawl took a, uh, about an hour. Um, 
so what does that put it puts about four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. you could travel you would arrive at the volcano by 10 o'clock at night mm, exactly when we want to see the bats when they wake up <laughs> well i mean we could we could get there and just scout it and then take a rest and then attack in the morning we could scout in the dark that's true i mean it's a vault it's i assume i mean what what's I the phase of the moon yeah that's a wonderful that's a wonderful question let's roll for it um it is waxing mm. don't actually know what that means but i know it's a thing <laughs> it's getting bigger. Not probably going to be very bright then yeah 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 now, so I said we do here, another here, pub crawl. No, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying is if we go I don't want to go back to town through all that mud. <laughs> but here, no, I listen, hate land. If, if, I miss the if, ship. If we go try to scout during the day, they're all just going to be asleep. We won't know where they're going, where they're coming from, or nothing. But if we watch them at night, we'll see where they go, where they go in, look at the actual activity. You know what I mean? Like, what if there's like a thousand caves? And during the daytime, we won't know which one's going where, but at night, we'll see them, and then we'll know where to go when daytime comes. Yep. I'm sold. Me too. You can watch them go here, hither, and yawn, and those kind of words. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) So so you guys make out with... uh, We what? uh, yeah, no. <laughs> let me rephrase that. First you make your way out of uh, of of the Frog Village with Sir Arthur, uh, traveling to the northwest uh, and and towards the center of the islands, where this uh, volcano is. Let's get a encounter check real quick. Let's just get a, a D six. I need to last with somebody else now. Two. Two, you have an omen, and your omen is, as you guys are traveling, um, you actually, you find footprints. Um, They're not frog prints. They're not, like, turtle depressions. Um, They look like boots. Um, Six-inch little um, piratey boots, footprints in the mud. Um, And... Mm -hmm. Sir Arthur uh, is very perplexed by this as Lilliputians rarely, if ever, have gone this deep into the center of the island. Um, and uh, it seems to be one set of f- footprints um, doubling back on themselves. Um, and uh, yeah. Does it seem recent? It does seem recent. Mm. Like probably within the last hour. Um, hmm. When we heard about that, you know, real legendary guy. So famous explorer oh. lost is what I wrote. That's his that name. Pearl, the the pearl guy, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was looking for the pearl. That's what they said. Uh, yeah. yeah, Bradford. I just start yelling Bradford and like walking around in the jungle near this I- area. As as you're making the, this noise uh, and and uh, shouting at the top of your lungs, um, you hear some commotion in uh, the foliage um, as a Lilliputian kind of stumbles his way out. Um, he's unarmed. 
uh, and has has some tattered clothes. Um, and all he has is like a walking stick, uh, and he has a small lantern. Um, and it is unlit, and it appears to not even have wax or candle in it. Is he like older uh, or younger? He he is quite young, um, mm. probably somewhere on the of the verge is late teens or early adulthood. Mm. Oh, there, oh. young man. Um, hi. Are you Bradford? Uh, uh, no, no. Well, that would be oh. really cool. Um, yeah, he was my favorite when I was in school. Um, yeah. yeah, no. Um, my name my name is William. Um, mm-hmm. Did my mom send you guys? Yes. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going like this all the time. I I'm said yes. Like that. <laughs> we got van like vods going on right now that I'm not, I'm not for. No. <laughs> no. We so we do not to, know your uh, mom. We haven't talked to any moms yet. Oh, <laughs> not okay. Yet. Good. Sadly, good. Didn't see I'm, any uh, 9 a.m. pub crawl, but. <laughs> he, he he says that um well um yeah no so i'm i'm trying to do this thing on my own now um i'm gonna be a great explorer someday mm. um i don't know that i'm cut out for it i am lost i am like very mm. lost oh um can i can i look at his boots wanna... and yeah. see if it's it's those boots like is it those boots it is oh. those boots yeah right. yeah you well, you have stumbled across a lost Lilliputian. I mean, the hmm. best way to learn is by doing. You want to come with us? We got a frog knight and everything. And I like tap the metal armor of Sir Arthur. Yeah, you want to see my gun too? Yeah, creepy vibes are back. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. He he looks around and he he says, "Well, um, I mean, I I could go with you. I'm pretty good at carrying things. Um, I've never really fought anything. Um." Hmm. But yes, um, what are we after the pearl? Are we going to slay the dragon? What's what's our quarry? Well, the frog people don't like to slay in the dragon talk. So um, I also don't know frog people is derogatory. Um, so <laughs> table that for now. Uh, but we are going adventuring for a pearl, which you can't have any of, but you can come with. He says, "Cool, cool. Can, can can my name, if you get the pearl, can my name just go down in the annals that I helped you find it?" Sure, uh, Jim. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, John. W- what was it? W- William. William. Yes, Got William. It. Billy, Billy boy, let's do this. And I'm throwing arm around his shoulder. And um, were we looking for the pearl? I don't feel like that was our, our Billy mission. boy. Oh, that's and right, Billy, Billy boy. We are kind of looking the pearl but there's also there's uh this other thing we got to handle first yeah. and it's a it's a bat cult at the volcano yeah uh um, so that's where we're going now we're going to the bat vault come on oh oh okay uh yeah, you pat him on the chest and i just still got my arm around his shoulders you like bats billy <laughs> he's like Sure. Yeah, yeah. I love him. And he starts doing that, like I gotta act cool with with all these new friends, kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he's totally down uh, to not die. So whatever that means. Um, Perfect. Yeah, you guys are able to to, to travel on. Um, the sun starts going down. Um, 
and off in the distance you can see the peaks of these mountains kind of like popping out above uh, the tree line and there is what looks to be a small gray cloud uh but as you look closer at it it it's moving um Ooh. and you begin to uh be able to pick out probably 15 16 um like creatures flying um and and then you realize as you get just a little bit closer and the, as, as they get closer uh there's roughly 27 bats uh flying around um they they don't seem to notice you um and they fly over the top of you uh there's little glow bugs and flies in the air and they just seem to be hunting the bugs um mm. and they they pass over top of you um as they with, were approaching we have one of those, like i have one of those lord of the rings like fellowship moments where i'm like everyone get down <laughs> love it love it and uh yeah so, so so they just they flew over you and they Perfect. seem to just be out hunting that was mm. a close one Wait, did we decide we were going to go there at night or? Yes. Okay. Don't you remember the whole speech, the whole like, we'll watch their movements while they're active and awake. I, I think I zoned out for that, honestly. <laughs> I, I think you might have had it an extra a... beer or two on that pump. <laughs> it was a good speech. <laughs> Convince you should have heard it, Billy. And I'm still like hanging on this kid, just like draping on him. Billy, do you have uh... any drink on you? Um, well, now that you mention it and he pulls out of like his back pocket, he's got like a very oversized, um, flask and he's like, um, this is pretty strong. Um, I don't necessarily know how to make a fire. So the last three nights, this has kept me warm and he passes it around. And it's very clear that this was from a small cask of a very strong, um, single malt scotch, um, that had washed ashore at some point and some lucky Lilliputian had been able to siphon all of the, the sweet liquor from it. Damn. Billy. Yeah, that's, top just shelf. A, that's just yeah. a waste of this drink. Yeah. We got to keep that. Yeah. And we'll say just for the fun of it, um, uh, y'all get one extra um, HP, just like temporary HP for, from a swig of this really nice, uh, this Isla single ball. Just like real life. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to fade, though. It's going to fade. <laughs> Just like real life. Just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. See, so, you already got the first step adventuring down already, bud. Be drunk. Yeah. yeah. I'll like put this down in the, in the annals for sure. Nice. So, so, so is your plan to to continue just tre trekking up to the volcano, trying to find the caves? Yeah, I mostly just want to keep I... an eye of like see if we can find where they're coming into and out of. Yeah, for sure. Like we were saying, like I'm sure there's probably a bunch of caves in. Like, is there one entrance? Yeah. So, so as you guys begin the trek up the mountain, um, you do see multiple cave openings. Um, all of which could be potentially where these bats are coming from. 
Um, but there doesn't seem to be any sign of um, activity at these at these openings. And then after about an hour of searching, uh, it becomes very clear as one of these uh, outcroppings that has a cave on it is just covered in like this acrid like bat guano. Uh, the smell of ammonia um, is is wafting in. Um, and and I'm going to need each of you to make a will save. Um, and if you fail that will save, uh, the putrid smell of this uh, is going to be enough to cause some stress. I so I failed that will save. Very do good. To, do you have to roll under, or if you roll the same thing, is it fail? Yeah, at at or under, okay. and you're good. Oh, at or under. Okay. Yeah. Then succeed. Succeed. How about how uh, about Oliver Roberts up there? Uh ooh, I'm good. Yeah, I I, I pass. I got a two. Okay, uh, so John Falcon, um, as this is just a mildly upsetting event, uh, you take one damage to your will. Um, oh, this will this will bypass <laughs> your HP um, and just go straight to the will damage. So your will drops by one, and as a result of your will dropping by one. Uh, you're able to keep it together, um, and you will um, have advantage on your next save. Um, as as the stress was enough to knock you down, but your your constitution, your gumption, you said, "Okay, I can do this." You pinch your nose, you climb a little bit further. You'll have yeah. advantage on your next save. I'm a spring. I can do this. You know. There you go. What about what about Bill and the Frog Boy? Do they save? Oh, that's a great that's a great call. Uh, Frog Boy doesn't care about the scent as he utterly saves. Um, yeah, and Will Will rolled even better than the frog. So yeah, they're both good. Um, okay. Yeah. So you good guys, you, you guys make your way to the cave opening. Um, it is pitch black inside. Oh, um, Sir Arthur, our esteemed friend. Um, do you know are the do the bats are they just kind of like you know did they are there did they have like a normal town too we heard Ooh. there was a cult of the bat which kind of means that there's like probably normal ones yeah like a not cult like just regular bat people he he goes on to say he says um yeah i think maybe there is um i will be honest with you i haven't ever gone that far mm. um but but what i do know is that whether cults or just regular person, I'm not a fan of them. Um, Don't be racist, Billy. I was gonna say, well, come on now, it's, come on now. It's, it's one of those Don't things. Don't by, by its cover, you know. I mean, it's, you are a frog. It's one of those things that I just I can't erase from my my own uh, my own cultural upbringing, but I would like to. Um, so so it so redirect like... me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, we could deal with that in the long term, but it seems like a, maybe a predator-prey <laughs> situation that might be playing into this. Okay, that I'll, that definitely lends to it. I'll just make sure that it's not a, you know, I guess like a, a village before we go storming in is all I'm saying. Uh, keep our peepers peeled. Yeah, so, so do any of you have a light source? I do. I have a lantern. Yeah, I have explosives. I have a fishing rod. <laughs> That's a light source. Uh, so what I'm hearing is you guys are going to strap explosives to the end of the fishing rod with yep. a lantern, cast it in, and just okay. No, uh, well we are now. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so now, witness now, now, time out. Now, 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 before we go, now, my thought, and y'all tell me if this is wrong, was to just scope it out at night and then go in during the day while they're sleeping. Are we actually going in this cave right, right now and doing this now in the dark while they're awake? I mean, I'm kind of excited now that we're here and that whiskey was real good. Oh. But I'm not going to go in alone. Yeah, uh, I'll go I, in too. Hey, I, listen, it was a thought and apparently it was a wrong thought, so let's fucking do it. So as as Henry lights up his lantern and walks in... Who's Henry? Hey, oh, oh, Henry Evans. Yeah. I was like, I, I forgot the frog's <laughs> name for a second. I was like, is a frog have a lantern? No, Henry. Okay. No, I have a lantern. Yeah, yeah so, frog Sir Arthur. Yeah, Arthur, Sir Arthur. Arthur Billy. Gotcha. So as, as you make your way in, it, it really opens up into quite the large cavern. And as you shine the light up around, um, you see that there are like individual, like nesting complexes built into the side of um, the cavern walls. Um, as you shine the light in here, it is silent. Um, you don't hear chirping. You don't hear uh, movement. The only thing you can hear is is the breath of your fellow companions as as you are all breathing. Um, uh, it it is dark. I think they're all. Do we see any like robes or cloaks or like dark altars with black candles on them? No, actually far from it. You see a small like market square um, where it, it, it appears as though there's like, uh, as, as you get a little bit closer, there's like some guava and some mango, maybe a banana uh, and, and, and a jackfruit. And it, there's like market stalls and it appears that um, the, the pieces you start to, to put together is that um, the bats that live here uh, deal in fruit uh, trading and and as you begin to look at all the alcoves, uh, they just seem to be like small studio apartments. Um, a little bed mat. Uh, no, they're bats. They don't have bed mats. Uh, a little like a pull up bar that is ornately decorated so that they can hang from. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, some, some toys. Movies, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Any, um, anything seemingly of Lilliputian use or make like do we see any evidence that there are little putions here no no um you do see like some some small toys and potentially like some action figures um and and, and so that would be the closest thing to like a little pution like like a small little like mini gi joe kind of thing um but wait wait so did anyone actually see the bats take anyone or did they all just think it was the bats taking people Sir Sir Arthur speaks up. He says, "Well, they they definitely went away in the night, uh, and they definitely went off into the air, um, and I definitely don't like bats." It seems like the people actually left. They were taking Half the day is night. That's a meaningless detail, you know. If they disappeared during the day, you wouldn't go. Well, the little Puchins are awake during the day, so they must have taken them. 
Sir Arthur so kind of like. No, he's like what? Oh, he 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 kind of backtracks at at uh, John Falcon saying those things. He says, "Well, let me be more specific. They they disappeared at dusk and at dawn, um, and they went off in the air. I can only assume it was bats." Hmm. Is there any right. cool shit going on like right now? Does this literally just look like people living? Yeah, it's it just looks like people living, right? It's just people living. Yeah, you're kind of terrible, Sir Arthur. <laughs> he he looks at you and he says, "I, I'm not crazy. There is a cult. Um, uh, we've we've heard rumors of 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 sacrifices of frogs being mutilated, um, uh, science projects. I mean, we've there there's there is a bat cult. I'm not crazy. Then that could be for sure. It's just not here, it seems. Uh, but I don't know. Do we? We probably don't want to be in here when they come back. Do we want to wait and ask? I kind of want to talk to the bats. Like, hey, do you have a cult problem we could deal with? Yeah. What I'm we could get paid three ways on this. Paint. Get we'll some get guava ways. from the bats. Get yeah. some whatever the frogs use for money and get some coins it's just mud master god guava sounds so good though out of out of character guava yeah, sounds amazing for sure um, <laughs> i don't know if i have any it's, it's great it's good it is good I think, I think we sit back we watch to see if there are any other groups other than that big one we saw and we wait for them to come back and then we go Hi, hello. I think I'm into this idea. Yeah. Well, I or mean, we it kind of makes here, sense that... We surprise them. Yeah, it kind of makes sense now that they flew over us and didn't attack us. And no, I those are great right in the face. And I'm like, because they're not an evil cult or anything. They were mm. just eating bugs. Literally. We can all agree. All us. We hate bugs. The frog looks at you and he says, um, I actually really like bugs. They're delicious. I think they're delicious, so. <laughs> okay, so you guys are going to stay, are you going to stay just outside the cave or are you planning to like post up in one of the... No, let's just like lean against the side, smoke a little Pusian cigarette and just like kind of like conspicuously like, oh, hey, do you have guava for sale? We have heard that, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Just, like, be... outside of the entrance. Yeah. Perfect. Um, are are y'all going to attempt to stay up all night, or are you going to uh, attempt to take a rest uh, at any point? I think we should. We could have one person keep watch and the other trade off shifts, you know? But cool, not cool. <laughs> So as you guys uh, rally and, and 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 decide who you want to be your your night watch, uh, you you fall asleep. Um, we'll just roll to see if anything occurs. Nope, you're good. The the night passes, um, and as as the sun is barely peeking over the horizon uh, to the east, um, you whichever one of you is is staying watch or if you've rotated who whoever's awake at uh at the dawn um sees this cloud kind of making its way back towards the cave um and 
they begin to like get within range as if they're going to fly in. Uh, and then did you guys do anything to, to like make yourself inconspicuous or are you just like posting up with a sign? We, we want guava. I, I think inherently like I would want, John would want to sleep inconspicuously, not maybe specifically because of the bats, but just in general, like it is a, you know, he's a soldier. It's a safer idea. So that's my vote. Cool. So yeah, I wouldn't, Henry wouldn't think at all about it. So if someone else does, then yeah, but. Cool. So, so, so the bats begin to, to fly in and about half of them make their way in. And then one kind of catches out of the corner of its eye um, or the corner of its ear. Cause it's using echolocation. Um, here's one of you breathing and alerts the other bats and like the whole formation kind of just like swarms and stops and, and, and lands. Um, and what you see as, as the remainder of the group wakes up um, is you see a colony of, of 26 bats um, and they, they see you and they are extremely timid. Uh, and, and, and one of them makes their way forward um, and says, you're you're not here to to end us, are you? I I don't think so. Then then what what brings you to our mountainous home? I think that we're looking for uh, missing uh, Lilliputians. One of the bats, um, an older bat, uh, their their head kind of sinks um, as as they make their way forward. Um, this the, the, this elderly bat speaks up and says, "Well, alas, I think what you're looking for is not here, but there are some of our brethren that have fallen, mm. and alas, I believe." They may be to blame. Um, there was at one time, several seasons ago, uh, a heretic from a far off land arrived here on the islands and began to spread his heresy. Mm. And he led 16 of our brethren with him uh, as, as they formed a cult. Uh, and alas, their reputation still plagues not only all of that kind, but their stain has spread to the islands. I fear if you are looking for your Lilliputian friends alive, chances are you may not find that. Mm. Um, but what I do know is that uh, if you could repay that evil deed with good, if you were able to sway our family and friends away from this heretic and send them home, we would be much appreciative. But if you need to rid the island of this heresy, do it however you feel. It only brings a bad name on our humble and peaceful kind. You know, my father used to say, it's hard to follow a heretic if he's dead. Um, and I think that lesson's really coming home right now. You know? Billy just laughs at that. He goes, that's great. I love that idea. Where are they? 
Yeah, where we got to go from here to get to there. Um. So so at this point, the elder kind of steps back in a in a younger, more like um, uh, vibrant bat steps up and says, "Yeah, about that. Um, they live in the rocks off off the shore. Uh, um, there's there's a small set of rocky outcroppings. Um, it's it's their their, their false their false caves. Um, they've built a temple in one of them." Um, mm. they, they they live offshore. Um, that's that's all I know. Cool. Uh, you know which direction? direction? Uh, <laughs> and, and he points due west. Um, it's it's probably two hours to the shoreline, three hours across uh, a, a small little span of open water, and a, and then a one hour climb up to where the temple would be. Hmm. Uh, is it like a sandbar kind of thing, or we're we going to need the boat? Uh, that's a good question. Um, roll a d6 for me. Let's see how okay. the tides are. One. One. Um, yeah, so so actually you would be able to get almost all the way out as the tide is going to be low um, during this next watch. Um, there would be one stretch where you would have to swim. Uh, in open water, um, but at the low tide, it would not be uh, too deep. Uh, there would just be the chance that if there's anything in the waters, uh, you may encounter that. Hmm. Do we want the ship? We're gonna I think go we want the ship. If yeah, we want the want ship. ship. It's a good ship. It is a good ship. Got cannons on it. I'm saying uh -huh. this all to Billy Boy and to Sir Arthur. I'm like looking at them being like, Sky cannons. Like I'm trying to sell them on it for some reason. They love it. They love it. Here's the thing though. Do we need this guy anymore? And I point at Sir Arthur. Yeah. No, we definitely do. Absolutely. Are we sure? He was just bringing us to this volcano of like not the right people, wasn't he? He's, he's got a lance on him and we're going to go fight 16 bats. Well, I mean, he does hate bats. I think he was in the same, you know, scenario we were. They just knew bats were at the mountain. So he came, you know, we, we were coming thinking this was where the cult was, but one of you foul. One of you roll a D20. You're trying to get 13 or less, and we'll see how Sir Arthur is responding to being around 27 bats right now. Who's rolling? I think you are. You have physical dice, so I believe. Yeah, the you want to make me right the now. roller. I rolled a fifteen. Okay. Um, so yes, to answer to answer your question, um, he doesn't like want to kill all of these bats, but he is still extremely apprehensive. Um, the like slightest of like a a lip snarl. As you mm -hmm. can tell, that Sir Arthur, if if one of these bats moves the wrong way, um, he's he's kind of a, a ticking time bomb around the bats. Goody. Um, yeah, let's go back to the ship, and we'll bring yeah. these two with us, and we'll all go adventure on a little island near this little island. Yeah. Hey, uh, far and, uh, away, far away from the bat village. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bat elder guy. Listen, we will let people know that y'all are the good bats. 
I I would appreciate that very much. Thank you. There's problematic language flying around here, you know? <laughs> oh, no, those bats are the good bats, you know? <laughs> I was like, okay, Jesus Christ. Hey, do you happen to have any guava for the road, though? Um, With with that, a very happy shopkeeper comes running out um, with, with a large slice of dried guava for each of you Ooh. and says, uh, consider this a down payment. If you can bring our brothers back safe and sound, if you can remove the island of this cult, we'll open up a line of trade with the, and, and, and the elders like, calm down, my friend. We're, we're not quite there. Well, if you really wanted to, you know, uh, you know, oil, oil, my pipes, so to speak, wet my whistle. Do you have any drink? You guys ferment this stuff. Imagine it could make a mean drink. Um, the bats all kind of look at each other and they're like, did, did he mention alcohol? Um, this is, this is, this is interesting. Um, as, as the bats themselves Heck, are take very old fruit at this point, I'll take a, bat- just a fruit you've had sitting in a corner somewhere long enough. <laughs> yeah. The you bats are lubricate this guy's rod or whatever he said. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is, there is a, like, like a rotten jackfruit um in the corner and the bats are like yeah we try and stay away from that stuff it makes uh hearing and flying a little bit hard for us mm. but have I your way those things it. and i go over and <laughs> start eating this yeah, swishing this thing into my mouth yeah that's disgusting right, and i love it good for the road awesome well we'll we'll like 80s montage our way back uh to the port uh, so so insert synth solo with some cool toms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I would say what songs in the background, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, the Transformers movie theme song. That's the that's the 80s montage that you guys get. Oh, um, so the first watch, no uh, encounter, but we did just roll your first encounter. Nice. Um, so one of you roll a d6 to see what you encounter between the swamps and Lilliport itself. I think it's Ryan's well, turn to roll a die. Oh, okay, sure. Ryan, you roll. What am I rolling? I'm sorry. I'm rocking out to the oh, Transformers the movie theme oh. song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> d6? D6, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a six. <laughs> Oh, cool. That's Either roll twice and combined. Roll twice and combined. So roll 2d6 oh. and tell me what you get. Reroll any sixes. Four and a five. Four and a five. Okay. Very cool. Um, so there it is. As as you come around the corner, um, you you feel the earth kind of shake and, and tremble a little bit. As you then see what look like green tree trunks. Uh, making their way up to uh, a very large boulder. Um, as you get closer, you realize that's a turtle, and it's the size of a dragon. Um, but it doesn't notice you because it is busy um, in some sort of state of combat uh, against eight um, mushroom-like warriors. Um, they are like three-inch tall mushroom people, Um uh, and they are wielding um, small little like water balloons of uh, spores that they keep throwing at the the dragon turtle, and they're popping. Um, and 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 spores are filling there. the The dust is kind of actually now uh, becoming something that you don't really want to to smell. Um, 
but yes, this this dragon turtle is currently locked in combat with eight fungal beasts. Mm. Is it winning? Yes. Uh, as as you you kind of like figure out how you're going to watch this thing, you see just like a stomp take out two of the fungal beasts as they just like mm. completely splatter, um, and this odorous um, kind of just dust fills the air. Hmm. Yeah, I want to turn to Sir Arthur and just be like, uh, should we do something about this? At this which is point like you... your guy, right? And 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 you see Arthur like buckling his helmet and like strapping in his breastplate all nice. He's like cinching up the shield on his arm, readying his lance. He's like, For our God and for our glory. Um, and he's he's like ready to go. Um I'm just gonna be like, go get a button, I like give him a smack. Like, I pull out my gun. Nice. Uh, as as uh, uh, Oliver gives Sir Arthur the go ahead. Arthur just kind of like runs out, and and he he's he's going. Uh, one of the fungal beasts sees him as Arthur just like drives a lance through it, um, and then Arthur just begins to cough as like the spores like fill his face. Um, do the rest of you do anything? Yeah, I'm shooting. Dope. Um, which one are you shooting at? Uh, were there two more fungus dudes left? Uh, I think there's four. Okay, four more. Um, yeah. and the one Arthur stabbed is is still up. No, it's dead. Cool. Then I'm gonna aim yeah. for any of the other ones. The one that looks like uh, you know, it's the most tightly grouped. You know. Cool. Cool. Uh, roll two d six to see to see how your hit lands. Okay, or if it I rolled a seven. A seven. Okay, a seven is a regular old hit. Uh, so roll damage. Do you have a, uh, like like flintlock pistols? Do you have I a have musket? I have a 2d6 pistol. Uh, yeah, let's say it's a, a flintlock pistol. Cool. Um, um, and, the way, and the way firearms work in Lilliputian is you're going to roll two dice, uh, and, and it's not that you're taking the higher. You are going to combine... Uh, and it'll be the total is the damage. Mm-hmm. But if you roll doubles, it's a misfire. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, I rolled a three and a two, so five. Okay. Uh, you you hit this thing, and as 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 this musket ball comes like careening in at this fungal beast, it just like blows through uh, uh, like the. The, the cap of the mushroom uh, and it drops to the ground uh, as it begins to like uh, uh, just kind of flop around a little bit. It's still alive, but it's definitely down. I like look back. I'm like, do you see that Billy? Our gun's cool. Uh, at, <laughs> at that, um, the turtle now becomes aware of your presence and it turns around and now you're able to see this thing just with like, uh, imagine Galapagos tortoise in size, but it's a snapping turtle. So just this gnarly beak uh, that as it turns around and now you see its face, it's got like seven of these like fungal beasts in its mouth as it's chewing. Um, it's less than it's being hunted by these and these are being eaten by it. Mm. Um, it sees you um, and I'm going to roll reaction to see how it interacts with you. Um that's yeah. It doesn't get better than that. That's two sixes. Um, so it's it wants to be helpful. Um, oh yay! <laughs> Good. Yeah. So, That's great. Uh, I love random <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. So um, 
it it begins to just stomp the rest of these and then like it kicks one your way thinking hey eat one they're delicious uh, well the great turtle lord be praised <laughs> are we all being confirmed right now i lean over to oliver as this is all going on and sir arthur's still off fighting if there's any remainders or something and i just go like we could just go Right? You wanted to kind of kick Sir Arthur to the proverbial curb. We could just leave, right? That, I mean, that the was service of his be, deity. That was my plan to begin with when I told him to go, and then this asshole had to shoot his gun. But, I mean, <laughs> hey. I mean, it was a good shot. Yeah, I mean, it was a great shot. It was shot a good shot. Time. If you've got it, flaunt it. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what my mama said. Mm. <laughs> she was well known. I love it. Um <laughs> Are y'all uh, so so? You guys are just gonna bypass and 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 leave Sir Arthur behind? Is that is that what I'm gathering? I just oh, double dude, guns I towards the dragon to this and roll out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, no, we're brothers in arms now. We just, we <laughs> slayed Mykonoids together. You know, like he's a good man, Frog. He he is at at this point like climbing up the leg of the frog uh, of the turtle uh and he is attempting to woo this turtle into becoming his war mount okay um, we're leaving now we yeah, are now okay <laughs> yeah all right this guy's a fucking psychopath like, i look over and i'm like okay fine <laughs> he, he 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 waves at you and he says um call me when it's time to crush the colts and um at which point the turtle just like bucks him off completely, and then the turtle, uh, the, the the turtle just starts making its way off into the jungle. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you guys make your way to the town, um, <laughs> and and you are able to board your boat. Uh, you you see the harbor master um, again, and and uh, he says, um, "Well, did you did you get rid of the colts?" That's where we're going right now, actually. Oh. Not yet. Oh, so you're so you're those kind of adventures. Okay, okay. Um, um, it's been like a day. Hey, did you do every all the harbor master stuff? Uh, uh, talk to it, me like that. <laughs> kind of looks around. He's like, he's like, what have you done? Uh, you guys haven't even walked yeah, four I, feet into the I, island since you've uh, been here. I should have Come kept my mouth closed. I, I'm I'm sorry. You want another <laughs> beer? I, I, I spit like half chewed up rotten jack fruit on the like on the ground near his feet he goes oh oh you're you're those kind okay good 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 um that's right do what you must and he kind of just like waddles off um see billy sometimes you gotta put people in their place i love it uh so so what you would know from we're just corrupting this kid we're like <laughs> taking around like you trying to show him my gun like we're bullying people now <laughs> So you guys could could go around the east side of the island um, and up and around, or or you could just go directly around the west side of the island. Um, the west side is going to be about a watch quicker. Um, mm. But what you did see as you were going through um, and, and, and were able to survey the coastline over there, uh, there are more um, – 
more rock outcroppings on the west side of the coast, whereas the the east side from which you came, um, it it was a smoother sail. So so faster but more treacherous to the west. I'm going to let the captain make the call on this one. I was just going to say, who's the captain of this boat? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'm a farmhand. I don't know shit about boats. I mean, it sounds like it might be Henry then, because I, <laughs> I have passed martial. Right. I've passed military our, experience. Our drunken captain here is still gnawing on Jack for getting swasty. I, I, I like to think that we have like a like a pirate, like a ship version of the like household chores chart where it's mm -hmm. like we have a we have a like a schedule and it changes every week yeah. i just happen to be the captain this week but like next week you have to <laughs> all the names are magnetizing yeah, yeah. up and down yeah. the chart you know later, you're on laundry like, no, next like, week yeah. oliver you have to turn that wheel on the deck like we don't want to deal with that today um i think you know let's take the straight route subconsciously i am annoyed still that the harbor master got on us that we didn't do the job fast enough and i want to get there quickly to deal with this so. Love it. we're going to burn his house down so as you guys are sailing around no all right <laughs> i mean <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely can maybe later maybe later yeah you got fire oil um as you guys are sailing around um about about six hours into just, just, just this meander around you encounter um, some jagged rocks in the water, but you're able to navigate through them as the waters here are pretty crystal clear. Um, it just is going to slow your travel down just a little bit. Um, but then one of you, uh, maybe it was Billy. We'll find out. Um, no, it, it is um, John Falcon notices off in the water in the distance. Um, the undulating... Um, kind of motion uh, of like some sort of serpentine figure um, off in the waves about, oh, 20 yards off. Um, it doesn't, it's not moving towards you. It just is kind of moving back and forth in, in the vicinity. I just yell undulation uh, while standing on the deck. Well, more than one person has told me it's about the motion in the ocean. So yeah, I look around, not fully understanding what that word means, and I just say, <laughs> "Ready the cannons." Very um, good. Oh, um, we I ready the cannon. Yeah. How okay. Many cannons we got. I think you have uh, on a two. galley. You have two D eight nope. cannons. Oh, two, two D eight cannons. Fuck. Yeah, That's and a galley. Two. Yeah, and a galley is ship scale. Um, so in Lilliputian for, for combat, there are four different kinds of size. Uh, there's individuals, which is what y'all are. Uh, there's a crew, which is like the equivalent of a war band or detachment. Um, and a crew deals enhanced damage towards individuals, uh, and in rare cases can deal impaired damage to a ship scale, um, which ship is the next one up from crew scale. Uh, and individuals, like if a ship shoots a cannon at an individual, they must make a strength save or instantly take uh, critical damage. Um, and then... Uh, they have it totally wiped by a cannon yeah yeah so you guys have a ship scale uh so any individual size thing is pretty much 
not going to be a problem for you. Um, there are armada sized um, uh, things, but that's like a fleet or mm. like a human sized great white shark. But yeah. So, do you guys, you ready the cannons? Um, are you continuing forward or are you, what's what's the game plan? Uh, where are cannons facing out side to side? Uh, yes. So, so you currently, let me just look. Yeah, you, you have fixed cannons, so they can go either left or right. I mean, cap, Captain. Uh... <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah, I'll roll our 2d8 to see how many we have. A one, a great start. An eight. It ended yeah. up being okay. So nine cannons. Right in the um uh I think I'm gonna carry on and just be like keep your eyes to the water. I talk in like a different voice when I'm the captain, like when I'm behind <laughs> the thing. I talk in like a different voice and I'm like, keep your eyes to the water, me boys. I captain keeps his head out, fire upon it. As you guys continue on, um uh roll roll a D6 for me, one of you. Probably the captain. Of course. Three. Three. Okay. Uh so as as the ship is going, uh, you get close to where you saw the shadow, and now it looks like it's quite a formidable um, uh, serpentine uh, sort of creature. Um, but it is by itself, and it is underwater, and now you are able to like actually see it in these crystal clear waters. Um, and it is like half eel, half snake. Um, imagine the tail of an eel with the with the upper. Um, I don't even know what you call it, a body of a cobra. Um, hmm. okay. uh, and it it sees the boat um, and it weighs the the potential threat um, and it realizes it's better off if it just swims away. Um, and so it does not attack you. Nice. Way to just... Good job with the cannons, boys. We scared it off. Thanks, Captain. Yeah, I appreciate that. This, You're welcome. this, de this definitely would have been something you would have uh, experienced if you were swimming in that open water for that um, small uh, little bit, and uh, mm -hmm. so so you may have you may have dodged one there. Um, but co coming this into view, it. this is how right. we do it, Billy. This is why exactly. we make these decisions. This is experience yeah. adventuring right here. All this right. is the mental. This is the mental calculus of the adventurer's mind. Billy, load a cannon up and fire it off just for fun. Just yeah, we got extras. Take a shot of whiskey, yeah. too. Yeah, Billy does. Uh, and there's a thunderous crack uh, as, as the boat kind of teeters just a hair. Um, but as the dust uh, and, and, and gunpowder smoke settles, you see off in the distance a couple outcroppings um, larger than the others. And there is... Um, a cave opening on one of them. Mm, Billy, load the cannon again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean... temple. Oh, I point at it to the to there. 
So the ship is able to navigate, but because of the ship's size, um, you're probably going to have to take like a little dinghy from the ship to the actual side of the rock. You're not going to be able to like butt up right against it without your mm -hmm. ship incurring massive damage. Okay. I'll, yeah, pull it up close, <clears throat> drop the anchor, keep one side like facing this direction and just probably let some of the crew know to like, Cannons are loaded already from the serpent. Like, just keep them, keep an eye on us. We might, if we run out screaming to fire the cannons, be on the lookout. I love it. Okay. So you guys begin to climb up. Well, I'll t you tell me exactly what you do. Are you going to go in guns blazing? Are you going to? I don't think guns blazing is the best approach. I'm tired from captaining, so someone else make decisions. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, I say we just we we try to to stealth our way up there, you know, um, stealthy climbing. What time is it? It's a good call. Uh, it took about what was it eight hours to get here. Um, yeah, we'll say it's three in the afternoon. Hmm. Let's go in guns blazing. <laughs> Sure. Perfect. Your wish is my command. So y'all are able to make your way up the side of this this rocky uh, outcropping with with some level of ease. Um, and as you get to the cave opening, um, again, it is pitch black in this cave. Uh, very reminiscent guano. Um, I imagine that, that John Falcon... Um, uh, was ready for it this time, maybe covered his nose with with, with his mm -hmm. scarf. Um, and you're able to get to the opening of this cave and it is it is dark. Um, but in inside in the blackness, um, there are candles. They are black candles and they are set on a black altar. Um, mm. and they are glowing. Um, this does seem like a cultish kind of temple. Um, but again it is it is eerily quiet. Aside from the obnoxious snores uh, of what sounds like a choir of bats, hmm. which one seems like they're the per the guy in charge? You know. Yeah. So He's as as head. so, um, make are you guys lighting a torch of any kind, or a lantern, it, or are you going to go with the candlelight? How dark is it? Uh, to to determine which one looks as though they are in charge, um, in this light you would need to make a, a specific, uh, like a will uh, save. Um, if you light a lantern, you would be able to know for sure. Well, I can't make a will save, so <laughs> so lantern it is. Yeah, I can light my lantern up if we we're like, eh, it looks too dark. Mm -hmm. I'll light the lantern, but like keep it mostly closed and low until we like be like, okay, let's check these people. Yeah. So so as you light your lantern, um the room illuminates. Uh maybe one bat kind of like shifts a little bit from, from its pull-up bar. Um 
Well, you notice that these bats are all wearing like black and red robes that kind of just drape down to the floor as the they're hanging the upside down. Hanging. <laughs> yeah, um, but they are very much all asleep. Um, and uh, outside of y'all making like a very clamorous commotion, that um, they're going to sleep. Um, mm. They they tend to be out hunting all night. You do see uh, a very large bat. Um, Whereas most of these are just your normal fruit bat, um, you see a bat that's probably like a flying fox. Uh, if if you're familiar with those bats, this thing is massive, um, and it is hanging, and its body is covered in like tattoos, um, and it is hanging um, dead center um, over a stone slab uh, that has a couple um, parchments of paper kind of sprawled out over it. Yeah, I'm gonna like look to the group and be like, I think yeah. the gesture basically saying, I think that's him. I pull out my gun. Nice. I think I I I think it might be bomb time. Maybe what? Bomb, bomb time. Bomb bomb time. Oh, I pull I out a fucking <laughs> stick of dynamite. I love it. I pull out my little thing of fire oil and I'm just like I'll so put that on there I too. Is the slab a slab or is there a space under the slab? Yeah, if you go to investigate it, um, it's a stone desk. Um, it from, from the front, it looked like a slab, but underneath there's like that that's a place where you could put your legs if you were sitting. Do we mm. think it would protect someone from like an explosion? Like my my brain says, light it, chuck it, jump under the desk blow up lead bat protect yourself from carnage falling down and then leave that's where my head's at we i'm out from under the from behind the altar and be like this false god has fallen return to your kind mm. now while we're at the desk can we look at the Scared street on it yes you can roll a d4 for me Uh, two. Two. Okay, now roll two D12s for me. Eight and twelve. Eight and twelve. Okay. Uh, they are two scrolls, um, which in Lilliputian is the equivalent of a spell tablet from Mouse Ritter um, or a, a spell book from Cairn. Um, one of them has the spell Poseidon's Fury on it. Uh, and the other one has St. Elmo's Fire written on it. Um, St. Elmo's Saint Fire. Elmo? Yeah, St. Elmo. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire okay. is a spell that shoots a plasma ball up to two ship's lengths in distance, dealing some plus dice blast damage to all creatures near the target. In essence, it's fireball on steroids. And then the other one is Poseidon's Fury, which is you can create a straight wall of waves that is dice times 20 feet in length and rises 10 feet um, high. So in essence, cast a, a minor tsunami. Let's say that's a tsunami for a six inch tall person. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So maybe hold the bomb. We go back to the entrance and then I fire 
St. Elmo at the guy. Didn't the bats ask us to not kill all of their loved ones? He's right in the middle. Like, I can aim yeah, it into would, the middle. Would, would the other bats be... It says to all creatures near target. Are they near oh. target? Like, is he, is he, yeah, like, is he in an exclusive area of the cave? Like, oh, no, that's his area. Or is he, like, in between all of them? Yeah, so I would say because there's 16 cultists plus him as the high priest, he would be in the center. and There's going to be eight on either side of him. Um, so if you hyper-focus the spell in on him, um, I would say the two that are closest to him are going to take the full effect of it. And then the next two would take half of it. And then the remaining, uh, what is that? The remaining 12 wouldn't take anything other than obviously waking up. That's fine. That's a good, that that's good enough. You know, I, I, those are good numbers for me. I'm okay with those numbers. Yeah, that's acceptable casualties, you know? Yeah. You know, cause that's a thing. Henry. I will say, um, I did miss this. In in addition to the two scrolls that you found on there, there is a detailed map um, of a citadel um, that has like a couple key points pointed out on it, um, and then scrawled across it in like Lilliputian handwriting. It says, "The full thing is underwater. Um, this is." the resting place of the pearl. Um, and then it has like the small initials B K on it. Have it your way. Um, you would deduce that this is a map of uh, a small dungeon on the east side of the island um, that Bradford Currington uh, believed the pearl was in. Also, this bat oh, yeah. has that map. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, also now that we're in here, there's no Lilliputians here. There's oh no yeah, frogs. Great question. Yeah, no, there are none in cages. There are none alive. But there is a small pile of bones, um, some of which look like frog, and others you might be able to determine are like mouses. Okay, let's and kill maybe them. yeah. Yep. Yep. What uh what what ability is fire thing stuff at things? Like so your doing your spell. Yeah, yeah, so 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 for your spell, all you need to do is hold this scroll in your hands, um, and you're gonna decide what power you want to cast it at. Uh what that means is you can either do it at one, two, or three um dice, and then uh yeah, you'll just roll those amount of d6s. Um, if a dice has a value of four or five, you'll mark a durability, which is the same as like a, a usage in Mouse Ritter. Um, if you roll a six, the spell miscasts and the scroll dissolves. Um, and then you take D6 damage and you roll on a mishap table. Dope. Brutal. Cool. So Fair enough, fuck up. So let's let's go as far as we can and still see Fox yeah. Bat. And I'm gonna hold on to this scroll and I'm gonna I'm gonna say whatever the spell is. Like tickle me up and then like <laughs> it's gonna fire Saint Elmo's fire or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a green flash you see on the ocean. Yep. Yeah. Nautical themed spells. 
Mm -hmm. Wait, St. Elmo cool. is a green flash? Yeah, St. Elmo's fire is like a thing that sailors used to talk about seeing. Like it's a green flash on the horizon. Yeah. Oh. There, there's the even setting. like some drawings. There, there, there's like drawings from the 17th century of like a like a green fireball just floating across the ocean. See, where yeah, I heard can, that was from like the brewery. Yeah, like Green Flash Brewery is where I knew of Green Flash. I didn't know St. Elmo was a thing. Interesting. Yeah, it's also a, a movie from the 80s. Uh, one of those like Molly Ringwald. Uh, I just yeah. Googled it and I see, yeah, Molly Ringwald and like the guy from... Uh, it's literally like half the Breakfast Club. Yeah, same yeah. director too. Interesting. So yes, I would love to Green Flash... Uh, the F out of this Fox bat. One, three, two, or three. three. I want to go max power. Whatever I got to yeah, do. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do if it. This roll. It crumbles. It crumbles. Yeah, roll. Uh, roll three d six for me. Three d six. And what's good and what's bad? Uh, a four and a five means it's just going to mark durability on this thing. It only has you can use it three times. Uh, a six is going to make it dissolve. Dope. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, I rolled a, a one, a four, and a four. Okay. okay. So that's nine plus the three dice, so you're going to deal a total of 12 damage at this thing um, and to all the bats around it. And it just so happens that bats don't have a lot of HP. Um, and mm. so this just careening green plasma ball of molten um, fire just like explodes on this bat um th the high priest himself didn't even have a chance the ones directly surrounding it they also don't even have a chance the bats closest to the entrance are like shaken from their slumber uh and like lit out just yelping screams as they don't even know what's happening chunks of basalt are kind of flying everywhere um uh Actually, uh, because of the concussive power of this, tell tell me how you were all standing at this cave entrance safely. Okay, fair enough. Um, I think I was just standing, yeah, like to the left or right of the fireball wielder, like with my bow out in case we same. had to deal with anything. Yeah, and then uh, once they get up, I'm going to yell my like, "Your false god has fallen." Go home, losers. Giant explosion inside of closed room with one exit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say that I for sure got into it. And if, if there was like a doorway and they're on either side, I would have stepped right in the middle and been like, <gasps> and like, you know, so if that's a thing, I definitely would have been it. doing yeah. that. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Of, of the bats that remain, they're going to make a will save. <laughs> um, that's a, a 20 and this that's like the natural stuff fails um they are not rallying to combat they are not um they are not thinking twice um one of them like just drops his robe right away and he's like yeah i never should have joined this cult anyway and he just like books it out the door others are kind of like gathering around like trying to figure out what's going on some of them are like what have i done um but yeah um you can be assured that these bats are going to make their way home and may never pick up their cultish ways again. That, that being straight. said, your crew with the cannons aimed up here, um, how would your crew respond to seeing an explosion? Would they think that's you? Is that the reputation y'all have? Yeah. I'm yeah, sure I, I, I told them. Yeah, I told them like, on him. 
That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, I told them. I told them be ready. Be ready to fire if you see us coming out of this cave. Going fire the cannons. Fire. The okay. Cannons. <laughs> I don't think they would. You, see that, you so. do see the crew starting to like rally to get the cannons ready as like 12 bats come flying out but then they see you like victorious and all that kind of stuff um and so they all begin to cheer uh as as you guys make your way climbing down the side of the mountain can i can hmm. we can i i would love to at least snag one of these robes because they kind of looked a little dope and he could use some new clothes because those are fucking disgusting henry yeah like, i would I say of... for a while but <laughs> They're gross. Man, I'm not getting rid of them, but I'll put some new you ones on tiny top. pants. Of the yeah. 12 bats that lived and fled, I would say eight of them have robes that are not scorched. Uh, so, yeah, nope. you can each definitely uh, – there's even enough for Billy to have one. Yeah. Here you go, Billy, a little souvenir. Um, I want to catch one of these – like not like physically catch them, but I want to like stop or talk to one of these bats as they're leaving after we've said this to them. And just be like, look, your your family's back home. We'll welcome you, but I must know. And now I'm talking like a wizard to them. Like, like, like I feel like Henry definitely puts on characters yeah. in this. He's talking like a wizard or like something to them. And he's like, what did your group take? The Lilliputian farmers to eat them. Um, I will not punish you here, but speak truthful to me. It it wasn't necessarily to eat them, but uh, our our high priest told us that we were going to um, we were gaining power from their life force enough power for us to go and take down the dragon turtle, which would give our high priest enough life force um, to to defeat mortality uh, and then grant us his immortal gift. Um, it sounded really good. He had pamphlets, and uh, um, they they had nice signs. But um... I look over towards the like smoldering cave, and I go, "Well, it looks like mortality got one point up on him." Uh, so what you're saying is they're dead, the Lilliputians? Uh, alas, y- yes, yes, we we yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> I kick him on the butt. <laughs> His back butt. Go. Yep. Perfect. Great job, everyone. This went I exactly this went better than I could have possibly expected. Let's get back to the ship. That's the kind of precision you can expect from us, Billy Boy. It is it's yeah. Was, Billy, I thought, what, is Billy, Billy here doing? or is he on the ship? Oh yeah, you tell me. No, he definitely. I thought he was here. We're giving them okay, the field yeah. experience. Okay, yeah. good, good. How is he taking yep. this in? Is this like horrifying? Is he excited about it? Is it? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, he's going to take some stress. Um, and so it could be either. You could be like, "This is awesome action movie stuff." You could be like, "Oh my god, they firebomb." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have one of y'all. We're just going to use the stress outcomes uh, table less as how much damage you received, and just roll a d10 and. D10. We'll tell you how I cast the spell. Uh, I got oh, 10. Okay, you got a 10. Uh, Billy, um, he had a heart attack upon seeing this. Um, his strength was seven. Who's going to roll the strength save? Hunter Someone has to. <laughs> Someone else. Okay, you fine. I'll do it. Uh, the st- strength save? He's young. 
I, I, I saved uh, 13. Ooh, okay. Um, his heart attack was, was quite heavy. Um, mm. the, the, the shock of all of this uh, really was more than he was ready for. Um, We're talking he about like passes stress out. cardiomyopathy. Like, not, not like, yeah. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. He passes out and he is going to be passed out for two days. Oh, he lived. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. He's fine. I think he he said he wasn't cut out for it, though. I think we, he learned a valuable lesson about adventuring. I reached down and under only like half acting like I'm, you know, patting him or caring for him, I take that flask off him. He does not notice in the slightest. Oh, Billy boy, Billy boy. All right, let's get back to the ship. Awesome. Uh, what is your guys' destination? Are you looking to... You now have a map that has the, the outline of the entire island, and you do notice on the east there is quite the cove that is listed as Capybara Cove on um, on the map, uh, and there's a very defined coastline um detailed of Lilyport as well, which is where you uh, had parked your ship originally. What time of day is it again? At this point, we'll say that that took maybe a half hour to an hour, so it's four in the afternoon. We're amazingly efficient when it comes to killing. Yeah, how um, was it a six-hour trip back to the town? Uh, eight hours back the way you came, uh, 12 hours to go around the, the, the north side of the island. Uh, but six hours to Capybara Cove if you wanted to get there. Oh, Capybara Cove. So basically, are we going for the Pearl or are we going for the Harbor Master? I think we're going, oh, the Harbor. Uh, he was so judgmental. I kind of want to rub it in his face. I was thinking first. we'd go back, be like, look, we did it. We get our money, get some drinks, make another crawl. I agree. We can drop Billy Boy off with mommy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So another eighties little montage here as yeah, you guys yeah. as you guys sail around uh to the south of the island, you pull into Lilyport about um well what it's j- just around midnight. Um nice oil lamp lamps are lit on the docks. Uh you pull in, it's just silent on the docks. You're able to unload. Um one of the one of the pubs is still open late at night, um, and it is uh, the Man Duck, uh, and you are able to go in. Um, no, I'm it, I'm knocking the Harbor Master's door. Sick, yeah, sick, uh, yeah, and and his house is very much listed as um, like the big one in town. Uh, so you knock on the door. Um, you you see like an oil lantern kind of like light in the uh, upstairs window, and you hear the creaks of of wooden stairs as as this guy comes down, um, and the door like opens, and the and the large harbor master stands there with the harpoon in his hand and nothing but his bedrobe on, uh, and he says, "Ah, who goes there? What? Why you come to my house at night? Who are you?" Oh, we just want to let you know that we uh, we killed those cultists. Well, we broke up the cult. We killed most of them. So he, yeah, he I'll, takes I'll a step. Throw one of the robes in his face. He's like, "Oh, you're one of those kind of adventure part." Oh my god! And, and, and he he says, um, 
Oh, I, I wasn't expecting you tonight or, or even this week. Um, okay. Um, do you oh, remember how much I... Fa- now we're too fast for you? I can never win with these things. I'm not used to it. Um, well, and, and he goes, bear with me one moment. And, and he goes back inside and he shuts the door on you, which is very unhospitable of him. Um, and you can hear like some shuffling around in the desks on the inside. And uh, he makes his way back to the door and he's got a very uh, nice chest. Um, yeah, he does. Uh, you were resi- you so resistant saying very nice sack. I saw that for a second. <laughs> I, you're right. You're right. Um, and uh, it's to, to, to the world you exist in, it's a nice chest. To our meta world, it's an Altoids tin. Um, and it is, it is uh, full of 4,000 coins. Um, and he says, well, this was, this was what I offered to pay you. Um, I really didn't think you would actually do it. Oh, well then why did you offer? I mean, adventurers you come. You wanted us to die out there? Is that no, why you did it? No, I wanted to offer adventure. No one's taken me. I mean, maybe they've taken, I don't, I can't even remember these days, but um, I'm a man because of my of word. you, Billy boy is in a coma. He says, because of you. Bill? Bill? Wi- William? Oh, gosh. His mother and I. Oh, did he go out on a date? his mother? Are you he... his dad? Uh, upstairs. Um... <laughs> he says, ah, my son. Um, well. He shot a cannon. He's your son? Yeah, put it in the annals. Um, yeah, he's my son. I didn't think he was an adventurer. And I told him I didn't think he was that kind. And he left. Look, I'm mm. going to be honest. We found him. We, you know, he let, we let us him catch, uh, you know, hang around with us. I agree with you. He's not cut out for it. <laughs> we got he saw one smoking, little St. Elmo's fire and he just fell down right near dead. He's fine, but we'll bring him off the ship for you. The harbor master looks at you and says, did you by any chance find my flask? Nah. No. He just had a stick on him. He's he's not an adventurer, nor is he a good thief. He loses what he steals. Well, put him on the couch and he like they like open the door for you so that you can usher his his Has his Billy just been on the ground next to us just passed out so we would have this conversation? <laughs> Definitely. I like the idea of like you were like dragging him on like a board yeah. like, around the tent. Because I, I, after this, I was just gonna go and like we go to one of the pubs with him and drag him in there and we're like, does anyone know this guy's bomb? Weekend at Bernie's, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So 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 he hooks you up with 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 the four with the four K. Um and yeah, at that point, um, we we are um, we can save the pearl adventure for uh, folks to play for themselves. I'm going to post this up to itch here pretty soon. But very cool, such a pleasure playing with you guys. This is yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. A blast. Yeah, yeah, it was very fun to see. It's always fun to have the stuff like all intersect, like have like, oh, we had Sir Arthur with us, but then the dragon turtle showed up and then we kind of ditched him. (laughs) Yeah. One of my favorite things, which I don't do very often as the character is to do the thing where the moment 
the moment the world shows even a slight unhappiness with the player characters, you just go all in on being mean. I love like the har- <laughs> basically the harbor master just being like, yeah. "Oh, you haven't already done it." We had I had a whole like years long running campaign where that's all all the characters did to the world the whole time. Oh, that's and great! It was really fun. Like you know, like where someone would be like, "Please, sir, I have a quest," and we'd be like, "We're too busy. Screw off." <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun to channel a little of the just being antagonistic to this harbor master for really no reason. That's so awesome. Yeah. No, this was this was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, you know, it's obviously into the odd, uh, into the odd, and all of its descendants and master and stuff. It's it's a fun game to play. I like I said, I like the little extra bonus combat thing in there. The 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 wheel. Um, I can see why you just like ditched it though. You know, all so you so I actually to hit people. I like it. I did yeah. it in in my home game uh, with Mouse Ritter that then evolved into Lilliputian for a little bit. We did that for over a year. Um, and and my group loved it. Um, I, I think I actually ended up dumping it. Um, I ran a game um, for the Exalted Funeral, like funeral camp, a couple summers mm-hmm. ago, and it felt like in that setting. And I think it was because we were playing online. Uh, it it slowed it down a lot, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe maybe this whole just like automatic hit is the way to go. Um, and so I actually switched my home game back to automatic hit. Um, but no, I, I, I do kind of like it because it just adds that variable of you could actually miss, but you could also deal max damage. Um, yeah. yeah, I could see it. It's one of those things that it's, I could see it being either working better either way, depending on your table too. Like yeah. if you have players that really want to get into combat as much as they can and play, I could see streamlining it out. Yeah. Like we really weren't that combat prone. We were right. like, bad decisions but in like the most effective you know like you you went for three power on the spell we were yeah. like we were like we're gonna we're gonna go all in and if it goes bad so then it's kind of fun because imagine you had imagine if uh uh john right had like f- been like i'm gonna shoot this leader in the head and then you failed and now this whole cave full of bats are awake <laughs> yeah for us. sure for and sure so it's like in that scenario it feels like it has nice potential to add drama where we weren't you know all willy nilly with our with our combat we had one session where um there was the sea hag and uh my brother like put the flintlock pistol up and it was like the end of combat it was like okay he's gonna get and it misfired and then the sea hag had its turn and dealt critical damage in like player death and i was just like that's why that's why i like having that in there because it was completely unexpected the table was ready to move on so yeah no i i think there's a place for it it's great it's a small enough chance that it isn't railroad it isn't 50 percent of the time throwing your turn away it's just like right. giving enough to add some little drama to it which is fun right have you always had that or did you just put that on for today no 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 i've i've, I've had this uh yeah for years yeah. it's it's ironic <laughs> yeah perfect for the day though Yep. Um, so, hey, so Lilliputian is actually, I, I just double-checked, the softcover and hardcover are still on sale at Exalted Funeral. So I only have the hardcover, uh, so the softcover might end up in my collection too, just, I mean, because, you know, that's me. Um, but uh, I dropped the link in the chat there, but if you just go to Exalted Funeral and search Lilliputian, you can get that. And um, it's also on your itch, right? And I have that on the yep. overlay over there, the manadon ttg.itch.io. Absolutely. Um, 
And uh, and when did you say this adventure is is going to be dropping? Yeah, I'll probably post it to itch tonight. Um, and then there is another. It's like a thirty-six page. Um, it's actually a mouse ridder adventure, but it's written to be on the coast, and so it's compatible with Lilliputian. And then I just released the Lilliputian third-party uh, license and logo yesterday. So would love to see nice more nautical adventures. That means cool. everyone out there listening, make stuff for Lilliputian. We should let's do a let's do a Lily Jam. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'll so, say so. Uh, I'll say not you know with no attachment to the project that anyone who is even a little bit interested should at least check out the itch because the, the you can get the whole thing for five dollars digitally, which is wild. I recommended this. I haven't even played it before now, but I've owned it since you put it out oh, and read awesome. it. And I recommended it to a bunch of people because I was just like, I mean, anything under fifteen dollars, especially when it's like a full full game. Um, I do really want the hardcover though. I love I love skinny hardcovers. This ha- this is that. I love you yeah. know that. Um, yeah, I love like the real stiff firm like the cover is never too far one way or the other kind of thing but yeah that's my recommendation is just go check it out because you know you, you got you got five bucks to be a little sailor little creep on the sea i love yeah. it and uh obviously check out the rest of um matt's stuff because uh, he just puts stuff out like every day like this adventure he was like <laughs> oh by the way yesterday i had a day off i just uh, wrote a whole adventure let's do it so um you know there's a lot of stuff on there definitely check it out and then um again we have christian trout us today too um Heck christian yeah. uh where can people find all of your stuff uh, one of the most prolific people in ttrpgs in 2023 i know matt is not definitely beats me out in terms of output you're one of the people that i'm like man i'm over here hustling and <laughs> that's just dropping more things um yeah actually everything um i have mostly like mothership stuff uh an adventure for the mental horror some more quirk stuff everything like that anything of mine in print is actually on thir- sale for 30 percent off until what sunday night um for i just launched like my own store so shop.meatcastlegameware.com um that's all on there and it's 30 percent off everything you can also get digital on there too so it's like a, a sale i'm not doing on um whatever yes right there you have a copy of that's my latest release which every month i do a, a newsletter where i do a little free rpg thing uh, a lot of times it's just something i'm interested to try for a first time or whatever i've done so that the meat castle game War annual that i just put out collected all of those and more like other little odds and ends I'd made. So it has like three new classes for mothership, like a, a weird little pet. It has a spaceship for mothership. It has like two micro games in it. Um, yeah. Real fun. If you just like little odds and ends for, for games, it has some more Borg enemies in it and things like that too. But yeah, that's, that's what I've got going on right now. Then I'm working on a lot of stuff for next year. Yeah. Your stuff is amazing. I, I freaking love, to, uh, what is it? Tunnels in the White for Liminal Horror. Um, yep, that one's on there. Yeah, my oh, Liminal Horror adventure. It's so good, man. Oh, yeah, that one is really fun to make because it's it's one of those things where, like, as a creator, right, you have all the stuff in your head that doesn't even need to translate to the people at the table. But that adventure is actually a sequel to a Call of Cthulhu campaign I ran. The sailor from that adventure was the antagonist of this Call of Cthulhu campaign I ran. And then there's stuff in that adventure that connects to my mothership adventures 
because oh cool it's singleton is the company and in the future in mothership the, the like big bad company is dextro singleton spatial solutions so it's supposed to be like they incorporate in that the future. is so <laughs> that one has a lot of fun to me like meat castle universe stuff going yeah. on in it mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's a fun one if people like modern horror it's basically there's a warehouse your investigators find out about they everything goes in and almost nothing ever comes out, including people. Like it almost looks like an airport terminal. Like, you know, big cars of executives get off and go in and no one ever comes out and you investigate from there. But it has like a speak, spooky manor you go to, this weird warehouse, and then some sort of, you know, appropriately cosmic horror-y things. Pretty rad. Definitely. Yeah. And you said that's at your meatcastlegameware.com, right? Yeah, shop.meatcastlegameware.com to go straight to it or you have meatcastlegameware. There we go. Awesome. And, um, yeah, this is great. I think there was definitely enough in there to do a second adventure, so maybe we'll do that sometime. Because um, this kind of popped up out of nowhere, um, and I think next time that we have just kind of you know time, we should just hit it up and do this again. Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Cool. Damn. All right. So always love to this play been... the games. We always love to have you. I mean, both of you guys need to come on more. That's that's where we're at with this. So. Um, but yeah, this has been the Weekly Scroll Podcast. Uh, this has been kind of a side quest, a side side quest. Um, you can find us at our link tree slash the Weekly Scroll for everything. Uh, for those out there, um, just something we're going to start doing again on the show. Myself and Hunter are going to be doing a monthly like crowdfunding um, uh, episode are? where we... Yeah, where we talk about crowdfunding every month and we put out a submission form. So on our link tree, you can find that. So at any point, any time that you start uh, that you are crowdfunding something, hit us up so we make, can make sure we spotlight it and um, catch all the rest of our stuff, you know, where where things are sold and everything. And that's it. Everyone have a wonderful day. I'll see you guys all later. Yeah.